Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. And this is episode 179 of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. So we're moving right along. So as we continue to move, you move with us. Take just a couple minutes and invite somebody to come join the podcast. It's a joy to have uh, people know about it on Facebook, Twitter. Call your friends. Uh, talk to them in your small group, Life Connection group, and just invite them to come be a part of Connecting Faith to Life. Pastor, uh, I got to admit, I am uh, thrilled about the topic today because Christmas about Christmas, man. Christmas yeah. is one of my favorite times of the year. Is it really? And uh, now, I, as far as a individual holiday, my favorite is always going to be Easter and always will be because yeah. of the resurrection of Christ. But the, as far as a season... Yeah, we don't really celebrate yeah. an Easter season. We yeah. celebrate Christmas season. There's so much anticipation and build up oh. Christmas Day, and then it's all over with. <laughs> yeah, the day after you're going whoa that was that's over oh, it, it's, yeah. it's amazing how fast it's over i yeah. mean honestly like by noon on christmas day it's over all the gifts are opened and yeah and you're going is there anything else no, no that's it i mean that's just as done. a kid oh i was so i was so consumed by avarice i would you know we would open 53 yeah. presents and i would always say is that all there is i know <laughs> i know i know anyway you got your but, christmas shopping done uh actually i think think except for one or two things we're done yeah, yeah i mean for the all practical purposes and thank goodness for amazon and walmart online because oh, man, i tell you what this time of no year, stores I, I, I just don't like to go into stores I, anymore i am very thankful this time of year for those amazon truck drivers yes that's a job oh i don't even want to they, they start delivering packages in our neighborhood at four in the morning they don't stop until three in the morning i mean is there 23 hours a day they're in there they 24 take, they sleep for one hour and then they get back on the truck 24 i mean they're doing it on there sunday is, they're doing it every day the of the time. week so. oh man those guys i tell them not to deliver on sunday and they still deliver on sunday say so any day but sunday and they still deliver anyway because but well anyway i have a issue with that but point is is that <laughs> well I'm they're thankful. working hard yeah they're they are and we and appreciate their hard work they I, are really do they are the santa clauses <laughs> they the really real are santa clauses yeah. are the amazon truck drivers so uh as we think about christmas this, this year i think it it is a great opportunity for us to just kind of focus on the christmas season and how we can do some things that are going to really make the most of yeah. what the season is yeah. all about yeah yeah, so this is going to be just really down to earth and real practical and uh, just kind of talk through some things that, you know, I'm probably going to say a lot of things that, you know, not new, but just good things to remind ourselves yeah, of as we're in the Christmas season. And, you know, Christmas is an interesting holiday because it is a season. I mean, it extends from right there at the end of Thanksgiving. For some of us, it starts before Thanksgiving. We start putting up our lights like I do and all those kinds of things. I was going to say and some of us meaning yeah, you. We, we, we do. And then we just enjoy it through, well, through the new year, yeah. really. Once yeah. the new year is over, then, uh, then we begin to move on with life. But it really, we take a whole month yeah. or a little more than a month to stop and for us as Christians, think about the birth of Jesus. If you're not a Christian, you're thinking about lots of other things. I have no idea. But for us as Christians, we stop and we just take a whole month to celebrate the birth of Jesus, which is really interesting mm. um, because because uh, just throughout church history, um, we're not really sure how all this started. Mm. We heard a little, I, I almost think a mythical story. Yeah. When we were in Jerusalem uh, with uh, Caesarea Maritima, and yeah. they would come celebrate on the 25th 
I, did you think there was any validity in that? I just I curious. Mean, that was the first time I ever heard that. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to do some more research on that. I don't know. But that I, would have been early. Yeah. That would have been way earlier than I think they even well, thought about celebrating Christmas. The reality but. is we don't have any record of mm-hmm. the early church celebrating the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. We, we certainly have record of the early church celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, that was the, the primary reason why uh, Christians met on Sunday to worship. Exactly. Was to remember the resurrection of Jesus. And mm-hmm. so so the church has always celebrated the resurrection, uh, but we don't really have any record of, of early Christians in that first century, you know, uh, shortly after the ascension of Jesus, uh, celebrating his birth. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and when you read through the Gospels, I mean, you know, we only have two gospels that really give us the account of the birth. And, right. and so for whatever reason in the very early church, it just wasn't as significant as the resurrection. Now here we are, you know, 2000 years later, uh, seems like we put more significance on Christmas mm-hmm. than we do on Easter. Um, we, we celebrate for a month, the Christmas season and, you know, a, a day, uh, the resurrection. So I'm not saying that's right or wrong. That's just kind of what we do, right? Uh, so, so we really don't know how how Christmas really got started. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to you, you remember the Emperor Constantine, don't you? He was the guy oh, in yeah. Rome that 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 really um, paved the way for Christianity to be legalized in the Roman Empire for it to, to be not for Christians not to face persecution anymore. Mm-hmm. So, sometime in that time period. Uh, Christmas began to be more celebrated, but we don't really know when. And that kind of makes sense, too. You went to um, Israel yeah, with me. We went, we went to Bethlehem, and we saw the Church of the Nativity. And you remember, Trey, that Constantine's mother, she was the one, Helena, who um, who said this is where it happened. Right. She, uh, as, as but the she story, did research. I mean, well, she about just say, didn't you know, show up. Right. Yeah. As the story goes, she was in the area, and she was with uh, followers of Jesus who had already kind of marked the spots mm-hmm. and then then say, hey, this is where it happened. And then, then she begins to build churches on top of these locations. So so that makes sense. If, if, if you know, you have Helena there in Jerusalem and Bethlehem, and it would make sense that once, you know, the Roman Empire begins to understand that this is where it happened, uh, that maybe Christmas would begin to be more celebrated. I don't know. That's, I'm, I'm just thinking we don't that. Know. We don't know yeah. that. I'm just making things up as I go, uh, kind of. Um, so we do know that during that time, that's when Christmas started uh-huh. to be celebrated. So that makes it interesting because you, you think about Christmas, it, it it can be kind of a controversial holiday. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, I, I know I've had people leave I know our Christians, yeah. right? I know Christians who who don't celebrate Christmas, and mm-hmm. that's fine if that's your conviction. You don't have to celebrate Christmas. I, I whatever that's your choice. But but a lot of times the argument for not celebrating Christmas is well, Christmas has pagan roots. Mm. And it's a pagan holiday that Christians have kind of taken over, where the case may be. The reality is we don't have any historical evidence yeah. that says it's a pagan holiday that Christians kind of overtook. Yeah. Now, th- there is historical evidence that there were lots of different holidays that were taking place in the Roman Empire, you know, Winter solstice. Yeah, I was going to say built around the winter solstice. Right. Yeah. That which which you know kind of makes sense. I mean, the winter solstice was like okay, the worst of winter is over, and then so spring is going to come, and so let's celebrate. And yeah. so so in December, you know, you had this winter solstice going on. Uh, there was a uh, um, one that that celebrated the goddess or the god Saturn, mm-hmm. right? Saturnalia. And there's a lot of speculation that that Christmas uh, was put in place kind of as an alternative holiday. Because Saturn was Roman God, right, uh, and that that celebration was like December third to December seventeenth, and so so there was an uh, um, 
what were they called? A pope. I couldn't think of what the thing was called. The pope, you know, the pope, Rome. All I that do know the stuff. pope. Uh, but but there's 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 some some legend that Pope Julius the first around 350 A.D. declared Christmas um, a holiday, kind of in response to that celebration of Saturn. We just don't know if that's true or not. I mean, it may have happened that way. We just don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so when it comes to the origins of Christmas, uh, we just don't really have a whole lot of historical evidence as to how Christmas got started other than it began to be celebrated. And by the time you get into the fourth and fifth centuries, uh, you know, Christmas is is beginning to spread all over the place. And so it could have been, you know, um, you know, in that first or second century, uh, Christians start to celebrate a little bit. And then by the time Constantine comes into power in the Roman Empire, then it really starts to take off. And maybe it was that uh, Pope Julius uh, kind of set it straight and made it a holiday. We just don't know. We're studying the book Knowing God with J.I. Packer, yeah. and we're in the part about uh, the incarnation right yeah. now. And uh, one of his things is the incarnation in, to Greek philosophy is so anti-Greek philosophy. Right. Because, you know, they understood the demigod thing, but they there was no way you could say God became man and remained God. They just yeah. couldn't fathom that and the impact that that made on the church. Yeah. Yeah. And they began to understand. And then um, I did a little research a long time ago about it. And, you know, the, the one of the big things was the Gnostics. Yeah. And they didn't believe that God was right. a human. That's right. That's and right. so the church began to make a big deal out yeah, of yeah, Christmas yeah. for the purpose yeah, of yeah. the incarnation to say he is God man. So you have all these things that, that things were starting to happen yeah. and somehow, some way yeah. Christmas begins to be celebrated on a regular basis. What, what, you know, what most scholars will tell you, right. Is that, that while we celebrate Christmas on December 5th, 25th, that is likely not yeah, the birthday no. of Jesus, right? No one, uh, probably not even in that, that season. So, but, but you know, however it happened, we have Christmas now and, 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 the Christmas holiday that we celebrate, the birth of Jesus, um, is probably not true that it has pagan origins. Mm. There were pagan holidays, just like there are pagan holidays now. I mean, yep, that, that's sure just, I mean, uh, but just because there are pagan things around us, it does not mean that, you know, the things that we celebrate as Christians are pagan uh, in origin, right? And so, uh, so it's, it's kind of interesting when you go back and look at that. So however it happened, we have Christmas and we have St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas, which he is one of my heroes of the Santa faith. Claus. Not because he's Santa Claus, but <laughs> but Saint Nicholas is one of my heroes. But that's a wild story yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, because you know, doing some research on old jolly old Saint Nicholas, um, <laughs> he wasn't as jolly as you think. No, he wasn't. Um, you know, we we really don't have any primary sources on his life. Yeah. There's you know things have been written over the years, kind of secondary and, and tertiary sources. But to to get back and to really know who he was, we know that that Nicholas was a bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that that he was a defender of the faith. Yes, and we know that he was uh, a generous guy. And that that was kind of interesting. You know, we you have this this. Um, you know, legend now, Santa Claus and the gift giving and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Well, there was this real guy named Nicholas, uh, who, who was a bishop who, um, who was Turkish. Uh, yeah. Right. And apparently he had very wealthy parents. Yes. And when his parents died and he received that inheritance, the way he used his inheritance, inheritance was by giving money away. Mm-hmm. So, so you can go back and, and, and legends say that, that, uh, he would find empty shoes and put money in empty shoes. I mean, I'd like to find some money in my empty shoes, but he would <laughs> do that. Wouldn't we all? And, and, and there was one story, you know, you th- we have the idea of Santa Claus dropping off gifts at the house. Right. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was this, this man who had some daughters and, um, 
and and wanted his daughters to get married. But you know, back in those days, yeah, there 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 was there were monetary transactions, a dowry that had, dowry to, had, had to be to paid, happen. right? Yeah. And so he couldn't afford the dowry, and so so uh, worried that his daughters would never marry because he could not afford the dowry to mm-hmm. so they could be married. And the the, the legend goes that that Saint Nicholas uh, knew of this, and as as they're in the house at night, he he drops a big old bag of cash in the window uh, so that these daughters could could get married, kind of thing. So you have all these these and these these things may be true uh you know we just don't know but 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 we have this story of this man who was very generous with what he had and that eventually grows into this story of saint nicholas and then as time goes on this guy turns into a red suited man with a white beard who lives in the north pole now how all that happened i have no idea there's connections with germany and all kinds of (laughs) right but that's it comes down to it i mean that's more of a 19th 20th century kind of thing but um you know but but the 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 saint nicholas has its origins or santa claus has its origins in this is this real life saint or we call him a saint that's what the catholic church would call him we just call him a follower of jesus um and um so yeah it's it's interesting and you know i mean you know your church history uh that that there's legend that this saint nicholas uh, showed up at a very famous church council the council of nicaea where uh uh, the Council of Nicaea was debating uh, the nature of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is he fully human? Is he fully God? Is he fully human? And there was a heretic named Arius, right, who did not believe that Jesus was fully human. And there's this story that Nicholas was there. Yeah. And Nicholas lost his temper and punched him in the face. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that great? So we don't know if that really happened or not, but it makes for a great story. Yeah, it is a good story. It's a great story. But all that to say, you've got Christmas. We're not really sure of the origins of it. We just know that we celebrate it. We have this St. Nicholas thing. And, and, and even with that, again, it's controversial. You know, I mean, yep. Santa Claus and Christmas no and all the materialism. And, and I don't know what you do with your family at, with Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff. You know, I know years ago before we had children, Stacy and I, we just decided not to do Santa Claus. I mean, if you decide to do Santa Claus, that's your business, I guess. But we just decided, uh, we, we just didn't want that to be the focus of our Christmas celebration. Well, we still give gifts. We probably give too many gifts. I have no idea. Uh, but but we've just never done Santa Claus. Our, our, we, we never even really talked about Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, um, when, when Luke was, was young, when he was three or four years old, every time he saw Santa Claus somewhere, he thought it was Noah. <laughs> you told me yeah, that. Noah. That's oh, look, there's Noah. Yeah. yeah, Noah. That makes sense. That's interesting. Red suit, hat. Yeah. I'm sure Noah looked like that. But <laughs> anyway, and, and then when they started to ask about Santa Claus, we explained to them sure. uh, St. Nicholas. I mean, we watched a lot of, a lot of VeggieTales when they were kids. And there's a great VeggieTales video on St. Nicholas that, that helps kids to understand the... That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is good. Well done. So anyway, you, uh, you, you know, you have These to figure out with your own family. These are all of this personal preference. It really is. You have to figure out with your own family. But... Don't go overboard, whatever you yeah, do. That's you right. Know? But, 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 but man, we are. We are in this Christmas season and, and it's, it's a great holiday for us. We set aside to remember the incarnation that Jesus has come. God has come to us in the flesh. Amen. And so with that, I mean, just four simple ways that, that you can make the most of Christmas this this year all right let's go ahead and talk about the first one let's keep christmas focused yeah that's pretty easy breezy right yeah i agree so so here's what i know that over the past month there's been a lot going on wow and it's it's hard it's hard to stay focused when there's so much going on right and so just coming back to, to why we celebrate there's the temptation of materialism there's a temptation to let your calendar be taken over by events there's a temptation uh to run here and there but just stay in focus we really mm-hmm. do have a month to think about 
the reality that God has come in the flesh for us. It's a huge deal. Uh, you think about the presence of God, mm. the presence of God among us it's in amazing. human form. When I mean, you think about when, when, when John writes his gospel, he says, we have seen him. We have seen his glory, wow. right? I mean, it's a big deal. The, I mean, you think about I mean, just, just the majesty of God now incarnate in human form. You remember back in the book of Exodus when Moses was on Mount Sinai and he said, God, I want to see you. God said, God said nope. nope. Or you think about how, how um, in the, the wilderness they constructed the tabernacle and then later on the temple. And who could go inside the temple? Who could go inside the tabernacle? Only the priest. Only the high priest. And only the high priest could go behind the veil of the curtain and, 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 and offer sacrifice one time a year on the, uh, uh, um, the, the Ark of the Covenant. I couldn't think of, I, my brain was going blank. On the Ark of the Covenant. Only one time a year could yeah. the high priest do that. Now, he didn't see God on the Ark of the Covenant, but that, that Ark of the Covenant, it represented the presence of God. Mm-hmm. But now... The presence of God among his people. Everybody can see him. That's just look on his face. Touch him. I mean right? that, that is almost unfathomable. It's unfathomable. Yeah. The, John and it was unfathomable for John. Yeah. I mean, not only that, you think about what John we have seen his glory. glory. He saw what Moses did not see. But what John saw, he he did not just see Jesus. Uh he saw Jesus transfigured. Mm-hmm. You think when, when Jesus took James, Peter, and John up the mountain and, and, and is, he shone, right, with glory, uh, his, his garments were white. I mean, the, 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 the idea of, man, John saw Jesus for who he really was and then saw the resurrected Lord. I mean, and, and, and so I have seen him, John says. Mm-hmm. Um, now, none of us have seen Jesus face to face, but but still... Because of our faith in Jesus Christ, because we've trusted Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives, the God of all creation, his spirit has taken up residence mm-hmm. in us. The presence of God is with us. The presence of God is in us. It, this is what the incarnation is all about. Exactly right. God has come for us. And just, you know, during the Christmas season, just focusing on that reality, I mean, that, that, that's what changes our lives, is knowing that God is with us. Emmanuel, God is with us. That's a really cool thing. A few weeks ago, we asked everybody to start reading through Luke, and you know, you get twenty-four chapters yeah. and up to Christmas Eve. So, I hope you've continued that, and even if you had, go ahead and start today. That's you right. know, it's a great opportunity right. and help, help will help keep you focused. Yeah. All right, number two, let's keep Christmas simple. Yeah, yeah, just it's okay because, I, and this is a word for me because I know that during this season, it is it is easy to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I think about. Um, the, the last couple of weeks, there have not been many nights I've been home because of um, different things I've had to be at because of the holidays or to think about, you know, now stressing out, trying to make sure I've got enough gifts for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and then think about, okay, now I got the travel schedule to, to think through, right? We got to do a Christmas day service here at Northwood. Then I got to head to my parents' house and then we got to head to Stacy's parents' house. There's seems to be nothing simple about Christmas, at least for, for us, no, I think you, you know, it, it, it's and a, I joke with people and it becomes and, complex yeah, very fast. I joke with people and, you know, it's a joke, but at the same time, it's a kind of a reality is that Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. It really is. There's the, the wonder and awe of Christmas. I mean, we love, you know, all the traditions, the Christmas lights, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun there. It is the most wonderful time of the year. 
Uh, but at the same time, it's the worst time of the year. Right? It's, it's the one most wonderful time and the worst time because because you're just it pulled in so be. many different directions, yeah. you know. And and so for me, going forward, it's just learning how to say no. It's okay if you're not at every Christmas event. Mm. It's okay if you don't if you forget to get a gift, right? Mm. It's okay if your kids don't get everything they want. For Christmas, it's okay. It's okay if you miss some things. It's okay if you keep it simple. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with keeping it simple. And and I need to do a better job of learning how to keep Christmas focused and just keep it simple. What we did, and people can take this or leave it, but we chose to not make Christmas Day the day we gave gifts. Yeah, we chose to do it early, mm-hmm. and then we would do Christmas was for Jesus. Oh yeah, and we would have a big breakfast yeah. and we'd celebrate Christ and all those things. So. We just did that, and uh, you know the kids were ecstatic because they got the presents early. Right. Well, we don't do Christmas yeah. gifts on Christmas Day either, but for a different reason. Yeah, we do Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve because Christmas Day is always a travel day for yeah. us. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, but anyway, we we did that, and then I think the kids uh, that's the, good to stay don't have this uh, sometimes how fixation on the twenty fifth. Yeah. It's more the season of the year, yeah. and yeah. so you know it. It worked, I think. Yeah, just so. uh, just figuring out how to keep it simple. It's it's okay to say no. Yeah. It's okay to to not be at every event. It's okay not to to not get everybody all those gifts. I mean, it's it's okay to be simple. Amen. It's a good thing. Number three, keep Christmas, and I like this last word, fun. Yeah, keep Christmas fun because it is a fun time of the uh-huh. year, and 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 and. I know for me, and probably like you, Trey, um, just all the memories that I have as a kid and even as an adult around the Christmas season, there's nothing wrong with those traditions. There's mm-hmm. while, while we're saying keep it simple, at the same time, enjoy the season. There's nothing Amen. wrong. I mean, one of the traditions we've had here since we moved to Charleston is going down to um, the, the Christmas lights on um, James, James Island. Island. Yeah. That's, that's just wonderful, right? We do that every year. It's a lot of fun. We haven't done it yet this year. I'm sure next week we'll go sometime, but that's become a... Tradition. And we, we've seen those lights now a bunch of times. It's the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. But it sure is fun, you know. And do y'all and get out and that. go roast the marshmallows and we all do, that stuff? We do. We do. We do the whole thing. Yeah, I do, I mean, it, and it's, it's fun. We'll, we'll drive around that that thing, I don't know, 45 times. Because you pay $20 to get in. Mm-hmm. We, we're going to get that $20 worth. Amen you know what I'm saying? So we, we ride around and we look at I mean, so we've, we've rode around that thing a million times. But we still do it. We enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's fun, right? So there's nothing wrong with having those fun traditions. We're trying to figure out this year, what's another fun tradition? Um, my boys um, love Waffle House. Hey, that's cool. So we're thinking, I mean, it's always a hectic on Christmas Day, and this year it's going to be even more hectic on Christmas yeah. Day because we have worship service at 11 o'clock, and then we're going to be trying to get out of town. And so Stacy's trying to figure out what to cook for breakfast. Like, Let's start a new tradition. We'll just start going to Waffle House that on Christmas Day. That sounds like Day. a good idea. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry for those employees that have to work on Christmas Day, but if they're going to work, might as well be there and enjoy the food, right? They're working whether I so, show up so or not. Yeah. <laughs> so those fun traditions are good to have yeah. and establish, and, and, the, and those traditions in the faith, right? Um I can't remember a time in my life that I didn't go to a Christmas Eve service. Mm. You know, that's a, that's a big deal. It is. Um, I mean, I can't remember a, a time in my life where there wasn't some kind of focus at Christmas, uh, whether it was through a, a Christmas musical or like we do here at North, we just had house for the holidays, yeah. a Christmas Eve service, some kind of big production right. uh, that helped us to focus on the birth of Christ. All those things are good and they're fun. And so, so while you're keeping it simple at the same time, enjoy it, have fun. And Charleston's unique in that you can go downtown and there must be tonight 30 things going on. Tonight. Tonight. I mean, t- literally night. any yeah. night you want to yeah. go, there is. You, you want to find Christmas, it's everywhere. Yeah, they got the yeah. Nutcracker or whatever. So, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy it. Going Absolutely. down there and being Absolutely. a part. 
All right, and number four, and I think this is probably where we're talking about a focused Christmas, and number four is this, keep Christmas evangelistic. Yeah, what an opportunity we have every year at Christmas. I look forward to our Christmas Eve service because there can be people here mm-hmm. that do not know Jesus. I don't know, we haven't had Christmas Day service in a long time, but there'll probably be some people here on Christmas Day that don't know Jesus. I'm sure there will and be. And so yeah. it just really is. And and you think about just what's so unique about Christmas is, is you know, we live in a culture where um, it seems like there is just this growing hostility towards Christians and the Christian yeah, faith. Yeah. I mean, it just really is, right? And, and you, you don't have to look far to see that. But something unique about the Christmas season, mm. while the culture seems to, to grow in hatred towards the Christian faith, at the same time, they'll listen to the radio during the Christmas season and mm. hear, you know, I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, and then the very next song will be Away in a Manger. Or Hark the Herald Angels Sing, the Herald which Angels is the mo- one of the most theological songs right. ever so written. You think about it. I mean, I mean, uh, this time of year, everybody's listening to music that speaks about the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You'll watch TV shows, TV shows that, you know, every other word's a cuss word in, but then at the end of the, there's a nativity scene because mm-hmm. it's Christmas time. Yep. And so, so at, at Christmas time, uh, people are, are, seeing or hearing about the birth of Jesus, but they just don't have a clue what it means mm-hmm. or the significance of it. And so what an opportunity for us as followers of Jesus to be extremely evangelistic during this time of the year. Uh, you think about just in your neighborhood, people are more apt to have, you know, um, just parties in their homes yeah. or, you know, cookie exchanges or whatever, and open up your doors and have your neighbors over. It's just an easy, easy time of year uh, to be very hospitable and to to have conversations about what matters. And I don't want us to waste Christmas. I want us to use Christmas for the glory of Jesus Christ. Speaking of our Christmas Eve service, we had a lady that has returned to our church for the first time since 2019 who first came here for a Christmas Eve service. How about that? That was this past Sunday. So, How about that? You know, the, the opportunities are endless. And so invite your friends yeah, to a absolutely. Christmas Eve service that we have here, or whatever it is. And uh, as, as you said, this is the one time of the year that people will not only allow you to talk about Jesus, yeah. but they li- really listen to you yeah. as you talk about Jesus. Yeah. So, so I and I think it's true. I've heard a lot of uh, you know church growth gurus say that that the Christmas holiday is for unbelievers and the Easter holiday is for believers. What I mean by that? What I mean by that? Not the Christmas holiday is obviously for believers, but what what I mean by that is when it comes to going to church. Mm-hmm. We have Easter Sunday. We usually pack this place out. Right. But most people who come on Easter Sunday are are, are followers of Jesus. Yeah. I mean, we have people maybe haven't been in church in a while, but they but they know Christ. Christmas, however, is different because Christmas um, you'll have more people who are not followers of Jesus come to a worship service mm-hmm. than you do at Easter time. Right, so you think about Christmas Eve. I mean, there's just something about Christmas that even you know people who are not followers of Jesus say, you know what, it might be a good idea for me to go to church. And so it just really is a highly, um, uh, highly evangelistic time for us because the opportunity is just right there for the taking. Amen. Well, Pastor, I think this has been great to just get us back to where we need to be as we kind of pull back from everything that's going on that's right. and start to look at the real reason. 
uh, for Christmas. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Christ is Christmas. Don't forget that that's and the exactly impact right. that that's going to make not only in your life, but the lo- those around you and your children and others. All right. All right, Pastor. Well, as we continue, why don't you close us out and get us ready for next week? All right. I hope today's been an encouragement and a blessing to you. I hope uh, if you like this podcast that you'll hit that subscribe button so you can have new content delivered advice every single week. Leave us a five-star review. That helps us get word out about our podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life. Thank you.